Friday, August 20th, and we are so goddamn close to football, since a lightning bolt down the tip of my penis. Um, I'm here to do the breakdown win totals for teams 11 through 15 in the AP rankings. Uh, I did 1 through 5 in one video, 6 through 10 in the next one. If you haven't seen those, go check them out. Uh, let's just jump right into this. We got number 11, Oregon, and their over-under is set at 9. Uh, they have a top 10 recruiting class coming in, which is great. They have a really good quarterback situation with Anthony Brown and the freshman five-star Ty Thompson. And I hear that Ty Thompson has been making a push for the starting job. I say go ahead and let him have it. I think if you have a five-star freshman coming in who's looking that good, sooner than later is uh, better. We saw what happened with Kirby Smart whenever he decided to not do that with Justin Fields. Um, they don't have back-to-back -back row games, which is great. Uh, so let's jump right into their schedule. You got week one, Fresno State at home. That's a win. Week two, at Ohio State. That is a definite loss. Uh, week three, Stony Brook at home. That's a loss. Kidding, of course. That game is a joke. I don't understand why that's on their schedule. Um, Arizona at home. That's a win. Stanford on the road. That's a win. Like I said before, I don't think Stanford's going to be good at all. Cal at home. I think that's a win. UCLA on the road. I think that is a loss. I really like UCLA this year. Uh, UCLA had them on the ropes last year, should have beat them. And I like Chip Kelly to do it against his old team. And then you got Colorado at home. That's a win. At Washington, we'll come back to that one. Washington State at home. That's a win. Utah at Utah, we'll come back to that one. And then Oregon State at home, that's a win. So I think they're going to split Washington and Utah. That's why I said come back to them. I don't know which one. You know, the fact that they have both of those on the road, the fact that they have all their toughest games on the road is not a good thing for them at all. And that's my biggest issue with their schedule, and it's why I think that they're going to push. But if I had to choose, I will take the under because I think it's more likely that they, that they uh, lose to both Washington and Utah than... So yeah, I like the under a lot. Uh, I get all these lines, by the way, off DraftKings. I don't know if I've said that in any of the videos yet. So you find different lines at different places. So if it doesn't look the same for you, DraftKings is where I got mine. All right, so now let's get into a team that I absolutely love this year, Wisconsin. Their over-under is set at 9.5. Uh, they get all of their tough games on the road besides or at home besides Notre Dame, and they get them on a neutral site. Um, they're loaded on defense. Three out of their five starters on the offensive line are coming back. They have a very good running back in Jalen Berger. And then everybody knows Graham Mertz has the potential to be the best quarterback they've had in a long time. He has the talent, and I believe that he'll live up to it this year. Last year was a weird thing for them with COVID and all that. I know it was weird for everyone, but it was especially difficult for them. So let's jump into their schedule. They have Penn State at home. I like that as a win. I don't trust James Franklin at all. I think that uh, I think that his time in Penn State is not going to be much longer. They have Eastern Michigan at home. Win. Uh, versus Notre Dame. This is the toughest game that I've had to pick so far this year. You saw whenever I picked for... Uh, whenever I did my over-unders for Notre Dame, I gave Notre Dame the loss here. So I'm going to give Wisconsin the win here against Notre Dame, but I'm so split on that game. Like, I don't feel even close to confident either way. Uh, they get Michigan at home, win. At Illinois, that's a win. 
Army at home, that's a win. At Purdue, that's a win. Iowa at home, I think that's a win. That's a tough one, but I do think they'll win. At Rutgers, that's a win. Northwestern at home, that's a win. Nebraska at home, that's a win. And at Minnesota, that's a win. I like them undefeated in the regular season. At worst, maybe losing one game versus Notre Dame. I, I, I'm hammering their over. That's my favorite over that I've picked so far. I think they have a very good team. And, it, and you know I, I do believe that they'll lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship should they get there. But, man, I can't believe that this win total is not at least 10. So, to me, that's easy money, and I'm going to take that over. Now, let's move on to the Florida Gators. And I live with the Gators fan who's right across the hall. So... I don't want her to know that I'm picking the under for them. Their over-under is set at 9. Dan Mullen supposedly flirted with leaving in the offseason for the NFL. I don't think that's a good look for them at all, and I don't know how the team feels about that, but you wouldn't think that they feel very good about it. Emory Jones takes over, and I don't believe there's going to be much of a drop-off from Trask because he'll bring a running element that Trask didn't have. And people forget that like Emory Jones was a big deal whenever Florida got him. He just hasn't been able to have the opportunity to play yet. But I do believe that he's going to be very good. And Dan Mullen has a way of getting the best out of his quarterbacks, unless your name is Felipe Franks. Um, Damian Pierce returns along with the Clemson transfer to Marcus Bowman. So their running game is in very good shape, and I do believe Bowman's going to win the starting job a few few games into the year. Um, keep an eye on Justin Shorter. He popped a lot whenever I watched him last year. I think with Kyle Pitts being gone, his opportunities are going to be quite a bit, and I think that he's going to become the new, the new guy in that receiving core this year. Um, their passing game is going to regress with all that they lost, but they'll have a much improved defense, mainly because their defense can't get much worse than it was last year. And they'll have an improved rushing game. Even though they lost two of their best offensive linemen, I still think that their rushing game will be improved. So let's jump into their schedule versus Florida Atlantic. That's going to be a win at South Florida. That's a win versus Alabama. That is a definite loss. Versus Tennessee, that is a win. At Kentucky, scary, but I think it's a win. Uh, Versus Vandy, easy win. At LSU... That is a tough one. I think that they're going to get revenge on LSU this year after all that happened with Marco Wilson last year, and I also don't believe in LSU as much as everybody else does, so I'm going to give them that win. Um, Georgia, I think that's going to be a loss, but Georgia is such a mystery team. Like, I might change my mind about that one after we see Georgia play week one. They're just... They're just a total mystery. The thing about Georgia is that they just have such a great great recruiting classes rolling in every year that everybody expects them to be great. And they haven't really lived up to it thus far, with the exception of the year they almost won the national championship a few years ago. Uh, At South Carolina, that joke of a team from Columbia, that's an easy win. Versus Samford, that's a win. At Missouri, controversial. But I think that they're going to lose at Missouri. I think Missouri is going to be a little better than people think. And they've also snuck up on Florida multiple times before. So give me Missouri in that one. Versus Florida State, that's a win. So I like them pushing. Um, I like them pushing a lot, actually. I could see 9-3. and three. But if I had to pick, I think I would go under here just because of the couple tough other spots like at LSU and at Kentucky. I think that they're more likely to lose one of those games. Um, so, yeah, let's move on now to one of their rivals. 
number 14, Miami. Everybody is so down on Miami. Nobody believes in them, but I do. I really believe that Miami is going to actually be the second best team in the ACC this year over North Carolina. Everybody's on the North Carolina bandwagon, but I am a huge believer in De'Eric King. Uh, He obviously returns, which is the biggest deal for them, along with four or five of their offensive linemen. Cameron Harris returns, Will Mallory, and receivers D. Wiggins and Mike Harley. So their offense is going to be stacked. The concern is that they only return five defensive starters, but they got Georgia transfer Tyreek Stevenson and Tennessee transfer DeAndre Johnson at defensive end. Good gets by them. Uh, People get onto them for winning games so closely last year, but I think learning how to pull out wins is actually going to help them this year. I think learning how to win is a big thing, and uh, I think I look at that as more of a stepping stone to this year, not not an indictment. Um, That game last year, their bowl game against Oklahoma State, was a great game. People forget that they played very well, even though De'Eric King got hurt not long into the game. So a lot of people will look at that game and say, oh, they didn't beat Oklahoma State, but they didn't have De'Eric King for most of the game, and they honestly did well for not having him. So let's get into their schedule. Obviously, nobody has a tougher opening game than them, and they're not going to win. However, versus Alabama, I do like them plus 18.5. I think that running quarterbacks have given Nick Saban problems in the past. You saw that with Deshaun Watson two years in a row in the national championship. And I think Derek King's going to play a great game and give them some trouble, but they're not going to be able to slow Alabama down. So they're not going to win, but I don't think it's going to be an insane blowout like a lot of people are thinking. Appalachian State, win. Uh, Versus Michigan State, win. Versus Central Connecticut State, win. Versus Virginia, win. At North Carolina, I love them to get revenge on North Carolina this year. I, I um, if you watched the other videos, you saw whenever I picked North Carolina schedule, I had this as a loss for them because I, I I just love them to beat North Carolina this year and get revenge. Uh, North Carolina got off to such a fast start in that game last year, and I just don't believe that's going to happen this time. Versus NC State, that's a scary one because I think NC State's going to be better than a lot of people are expecting. That's one over that that's one over under that I'm not going to be able to go over on these videos, but I love the NC State over, but I'm still going to give Miami the win there. At Pitt, that's going to be a win versus Georgia Tech, win. At Florida State, win versus Virginia Tech, win. At Duke, win. I like Miami to only lose one game on the regular season schedule before getting destroyed by Clemson in the ACC championship. But seriously, I do love Miami this year. I'm higher on them than most people are. I think Manny Diaz is going to really turn them around. But they're also one of those teams that I've picked to do well many times, and they burn me. So if, if they fail again this time, then I'm out on them. Michigan was that team for me before, and now out on Michigan this year, I've given up on them. The NFL version of that for me would be the Falcons. I pick them to do well every year, and they just fuck me over. All right, so now let's get into the number 15 team in the nation, USC. Keaton Slovis returns. Uh, I don't know how Clay Helton still has a job. I think he's going into his seventh season this year, and it's USC. By their standards, they've way underachieved. Uh, they got the number one overall recruit in Corey Foreman. He actually chose them over Clemson, but he's a California boy, so that's understandable. Um, four of their five offensive linemen return. They have a great receiving core, and they got some really good transfers coming in. A lot of transfers, more than most teams. Uh, so let's get into their schedule. Oh, and their over-under their over under win total is 8.5. Forgot to say that. Um, 
So let's get into their win totals, or let's get into their schedule, I'm sorry. All right, versus San Jose State, that's going to be a win. Uh, but look out, like we might see Clay Helton losing his job the first game of the year if they lose to that one, because San Jose State was, was not a bad team last year. Uh, but I'm going to give them that win. Versus Stanford, that's a win. At Washington State, that's a win. Versus Oregon State, that's a win. At Colorado, I think that's a win. Versus Utah, I'm going to give them the loss there. I like Utah a lot this year. At Notre Dame, I'm going to give them the loss there. Versus Arizona, win. At Arizona State, I believe that's a win. Herm Edwards is doing some good things over there, but I think they're getting a little too overhyped this year, and I just don't think that they're there yet like a lot of other people do. Uh, at Cal, win. Versus UCLA, uh, I'm going to give them the loss there. I'm really high on UCLA this year. I just think Chip Kelly's finally going to finally going to start turning this team around, but we'll see. I could get totally burned by them too. They might come out and lose to Hawaii week one, and I'll be like, shit. Um, and then versus BYU, I think that's a win. That puts them at nine and three, so I like the over for them. And honestly, UCLA, like I said, they might end up sucking this year, and that would put them well over the over. Um, but yeah. I'm kind of shocked the way that USC has seemed to just not expect greatness anymore. The fact that they've kept Clay Helton around this long is is very strange to me, but I do believe that this is his last chance. But we shall see. I'll be back next week to do some NFL talk with my friend Isaac. He does the NFL stuff with me if you watch our old videos on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. I'll also be back with teams 16 through 20 sometime in the next few days. And I uh, hope you all have a great weekend.